This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome. I'm Dana. This is Words That Move Me, and this is a fun one. This is a fun one that is about a not-so-fun topic. Um, but, But while we're on the subject of fun topics... Can we really quickly discuss the last four episodes, which were the Money March episodes? How awesome was that? If you haven't had a chance to listen, please go back and give March Madness. (laughs) That's not what it's called. Money March. Give that a listen. Um, Also, if you're if you're digging the podcast, specifically if you dug into Money March, those those four episodes, check out the um, Words That Move Me worksheets. They are like companion guide interactive pdf jams that um are made for every single episode but we're selling the money march bundle whoa excuse you out there even in my podcast booth we (laughs) we we're not completely isolated from sound sorry about that if you could hear that or even if you couldn't sorry about that we're back money march PDFs are on sale at thedanawilson.com slash shop, and they're only $4.99. That's four episodes worth of interactive worksheet for less than a coffee, less than a, less than a pack of gum, I think. Less than a, hey, I'll tell you what $4.99 is less than. That is less than $5. <laughs> and that is not the only good news I have for you today. Um, on April 14th, 2021, I'll be hosting a free career coaching Zoom call from 4 p.m. to 5.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, God, everybody is making noises today. <laughs> sorry about that beep. You know what? I'm not sorry about that beep. I have the option to find whatever it is that's making that beeping sound. And I I have not actively done that. Um, every time I'm in here recording an episode, something beeps at least once and I have no idea what it is. And I could just set aside some time to figure that out. And I don't. I think I, I think I secretly like it. Anyways, April 14th, put it on your calendar, a free career coaching Zoom call from 4 to 5.15 Pacific. Um, I'll be explaining some of the key concepts and the tools that I use to navigate my own daily creative life, and you will have an opportunity to actually get coaching on anything that you'd like. Honestly, almost nothing is off limits. Um, It's going to be so good. I'm excited. Okay. FOMO. Let's talk about it. After we talk about wins, of course. I am so excited to announce my win today. (laughs) So loud. What kind of day are we having? (laughs) Okay, so this one's kind of twisted, but today I am celebrating that I've had a couple really exciting projects not pan out. Like, you think it's going to happen... And you're pretty sure it's going to happen. 
and then it doesn't happen. That's happened to me a couple times um, so far this year, like a few times actually in the past month. And I'm celebrating that I don't feel this doom, like I'm not absolutely destroyed by that um, as I have been in the past. And I feel like perhaps the year of quarantine helped me with that. <laughs> um, I I discovered that not working sometimes is not the worst thing. So I'm I'm definitely celebrating this uh, um, kind of acceptance of not all of the things will work out all of the time, and I love that feeling because man, the doom, the destruction, the the disaster that I decided to have every time a gig didn't work out. Wow. Um, so I'm celebrating that. That it's it's a strange win, but I promise you, it's an important win. <laughs> so I'm I'm stating, I'm proclaiming it, I'm owning it and celebrating it here with you today. Uh, now it is your turn. Hit me. What's going well in your world? Congratulations. I'm thrilled for you. Keep winning. That's it. Actually, just keep going and wins will happen. Keep going. All right. Speaking of keep going, our world, as it seems, is turning back on, waking back up, opening back up. There are a lot of different things that people are saying about the world right now. We're coming out of the pandemic. I think uh, just in in one or two weeks, um, vaccines will be available to all adults in Los Angeles, where I am. This is very exciting. Um, but today we're talking about very specifically something that I've noticed happening with my friends, um, even some family members, as the world is fill in the blank, speeding back up, opening up, whatever. Um, as that's happening, I'm noticing a lot of reports of FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out. Um, so today we're going to talk about what that is and how you might manage it forever, but especially in a time like this. All right, FOMO, what is it? Fear of missing out is the anxiety that's resulting from thinking that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening somewhere else other than where you are and it's happening without you. Um, I think FOMO really stems from the the social media age where a post, a, a certain image or video where you get to see a carefully curated, edited, and probably adjusted best of type of moment from other people's lives, which will likely trigger an immediate comparison between you and your real life that you're living in that moment as you scroll through your phone, which is probably not as exciting as the moment that you're looking at. You see where this is headed. Now, I do think it's interesting, and I want to point out, that FOMO can happen at any time, not just when someone is doing something awesome and you happen to be scrolling on your phone. Um, I 100% dealt with FOMO on my first world tour with JT, I was t freshly 20 years old, 
I turned 21 on the road and I had this classic, like, want to be everywhere, want to know everyone, want to feel all the things, want to, you know, not miss out on anything. And with that, um, I established some pretty unhealthy sleeping habits uh, on the tour bus where you're living with 11 other people. Um, I, I made it a habit, me and my FOMO, of going to sleep after the last person went to sleep and waking up as soon as I heard any noises. It's like I, I went to sleep when the last person went to sleep and I woke up when the first person woke up because I was afraid of missing something. I wanted to be around for all of it. I wanted to hear it all and see it all and learn it all and be in all the places. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing, but it did lead to some pretty unhealthy sleep habits. Um, probably some unhealthy eating habits too, now that I think back about it. It was probably eating like fully around the clock. Okay, so that's what FOMO is, okay? The anxiety or the actual fear of missing something exciting or interesting. If I were to put it another way, however, fear of missing out, or FOMO, is actually almost useless. Unless, of course, that feeling, that fear, or that anxiety gets you up off your bum and doing something awesome or simply remembering that you are awesome, even as you sit and scroll. Now, FOMO doesn't happen a whole lot for me anymore. Um, not because I live the most awesome life, but because I like my life. I like my home. I like my work. I like being with myself. But when FOMO does strike, there are some things that I like to remember, some, some thoughts that I like to think that help me out, and they might help you as well. First, I like to remember that you can have fun and you can be fun, and I am both. <laughs> also, I like to remember that there is enough fun in the world for everyone to have some. There's enough success in the world for everyone to have some. I also like to remember that doing stuff is not a finite resource. Other people can do stuff. I can do stuff. You can do stuff. Everybody can always be doing stuff. And there's still more stuff to be done. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> doing stuff is not a finite resource. Another one that I like to think, and it's very, very important, especially in that moment, I am deeply loved. Right? In the moment when you're comparing your life with someone else's, I'm deeply loved might not be the first thought to come to your mind, but it is one of the most helpful. I am deeply loved. This next one is one of my favorites. <laughs> Very philosophical argument here. Suffering because other people are not suffering makes no sense. <laughs> Me suffering because someone else isn't suffering makes no sense. That's not the life I want to live. I don't want to suffer when other people do well. I want to celebrate when other do people. <laughs> Whoa, when other do people do well. I want to celebrate when other people do well. That's the type of person I want to be, and that's the world that I want to live in. Shout out wins. See what I'm saying? 
All right, and this last one I also really, really love. What you do does not make you happy. What you think does. What you do does not make you happy. What you think does. And I like this one because it works on two levels. You get to think about that that person living that picture-perfect life on social media, and remember, they might not actually be happy. That place that they are might not be better than the place that you are. The way they are feeling might not be actually better than the way that you are feeling. So, again, any combination of these thoughts, you can have fun and you can be fun and you can be both. There's enough fun in the world for everyone to have some. There's enough success in the world for everyone to have some. Doing stuff is not a finite resource. I am deeply loved. You are deeply loved. I mean, the loudest day today. It's, I think that that car horn was just co-signing that sentiment. Suffering because other people are not suffering makes no sense. And what you do doesn't make you happy. What you think does. So let's do a little, uh, a little practical application here. Let's imagine that you're scrolling through Instagram and you see a friend of yours or a, an acquaintance, a person that you follow, has posted a hashtag set selfie because they are hashtag booked and blessed. And you've got thoughts about it. Um, probably a lot of thoughts about it in that one moment. You might think, ugh, that's so tacky. Really? You're just going to rub it in my face that you're, you have a job and I don't? <laughs> or you might think, damn it. Really, I just can't catch a break. Or you might fully think, that should be me. Why isn't that me? But for the sake of this discussion about FOMO, let's just say that you think in that moment, damn, I really want to be doing cool gigs, and I'm not. Here I sit, not on set. Or hell, you might even be on set, but there will always be someone on a cooler set or show. <laughs> or with a cooler outfit, or in a cooler living room, or whatever. So, now, here is what is important to remember. Someone, some other person, could look at that exact same photo and think, Oh my god, yes, good for her. Oh, she totally deserves it. So cool. Or someone, someone might look at it and think, Oh no, they're not wearing a mask. Ugh, what an idiot right? So many thoughts are available to you in that moment. And you're choosing the thought that you're thinking. Your brain pitched it to you and you catch it. And if you believe it, you hold on to it for a while. And sometimes you hold on to it for a very long time. Now, when you hold on to a thought like, I really want to be doing cool gigs and I'm not, you might feel illegitimate or discouraged, or hopeless, or angry, all valid, totally valid. When I hold a thought like that, when I hold, like, I should be doing something and I'm not, I usually feel frustrated, just straight up frustrated or fed up. And when I feel frustrated, my typical response is to beat myself up by showing me evidence against myself. Um, I literally ground myself in that moment. I stop moving. I stop being active. I probably sit and keep scrolling or 
try to distract myself with some other mindless and meaningless task. And the result of all that action and inaction is that I don't do cool work. What in the heck? <laughs> when I think I'm not doing cool work, I feel awful. And when I feel awful, I don't do cool work. Imagine that. Okay, what I really want to underline here is that the person's photo, or even the fact that the other person is on a job, and you are on your couch, like even if those are the facts of the situation, that's not what's making you feel awful. It's what you think about that photo, that person, and yourself that's making you feel awful. So let's manage our minds, shall we? Let's say that instead of choosing, I should be doing cool work and I'm not, I decide to buy a different thought. Let's say I decide to buy the thought that my coolest gig yet is right around the corner and I damn well better be ready for it. Like, my coolest gig ever, right around the corner. It's in the neighborhood. I better be ready. Have you ever, actually, this is a great example. Have you ever had a friend or maybe even a, a potential boo cup, <laughs> like a potential romantic partner? Have you ever had that person hit you up and say, yo, I'm in your area. Do you mind if I swing by? And you're like, oh my God, my place is a mess. But you don't say that. You're like, oh yeah, of course, totally. Because you're very into this person coming over. So then you hang up the phone and you spring into action like a madman or like, um, um, is it Quicksilver from X-Men? AKA the fastest man alive? Anyways, all of a sudden you're moving at like mock speed and you've done more in 10 minutes than you've done all day. Just because your friend was like, I'm in the neighborhood, do you mind if I stop by? You, like, take a shower, do your makeup, clean your house in 10 minutes. That feeling, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it propelled. Your gig is in your neighborhood. Your gig is your potential boo or your friend that's calling you up to say, I'm around the corner. So hang up and get ready. When I think my coolest gig yet is right around the corner, I feel propelled, I spring to action, I organize my space, my materials, my body, I train, I work on myself, and as a result, I am ready for that gig. Can you see what a dramatic distinction that is? Thinking, my gig is close and I better be ready, helps me to become ready. Speaking of which... Super shout out to episode nine with Jason Bonner, where we talk about how if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Classic words of wisdom. So you get to choose a thought like, I should be doing cool gigs and I'm not, which lands you with not doing cool gigs, or a thought like, ooh, my gig is in the neighborhood, literally around the corner. This photo is proof. This photo, by the way, I'm looking at imaginary Instagram at someone else succeeding. This is proof that great gigs and success is literally in my neighborhood. It is out there. It is available to people. I want to invite it in. I better be ready. And a thought like that helps me to become ready. Now, this is just one example of how dramatically different the results are 
when you make a simple shift in your mindset. So my final thoughts, keep your wits about you as the world, quote, opens back up. You will certainly be having a lot of thoughts about what other people are doing and how they're doing it and how they should be doing it and how you should be doing things and what you should be doing. And because you're the only person that you can actually control, I encourage you to do that. Control yourself. Manage your mind. <laughs> Watch over the thoughts that you pitch yourself. Get really curious about the ones that you catch. How does holding on to that thought make you feel? How does that make you act? What results does that leave you with? Is there any other thought available, <laughs> one that you could actually believe that can land you with a desired result? Get curious. Do not get FOMO. <laughs> that is what I have to offer you today, my friend. Short, sweet, and simple, but not easy. It really does require quite a bit of awareness to make those shifts in the way that you're thinking. But it's worth it because the way that you are living will be dramatically improved with just a touch of curiosity and awareness over the way you're thinking. All right. So you've marked your calendars. April 14th. It's going to be incredible. Live career coaching Zoom call. Bring the good stuff. Again, I'm going to share some of my favorite tips and tricks, but this session is really about you coming and getting what you need. Hopefully, that is clarity and confidence. I've got it by the boatload. All right, everybody. I really, I think that's it. Yes, there's enough success out there for all of us to have some. There's enough fun out there for all of us to have some. You are deeply loved. And if you're doing it right, you are also deeply funky. <laughs> Thanks for being here, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, night, week, month, all of it. And of course, keep it funky. I'll talk to you later. Me again. Wondering if you ever noticed that one more time almost never means one more time. <laughs> well, here on the podcast, one more thing actually means two more things. Number one thing, if you're digging the pod, if these words are moving you, please don't forget to download, subscribe, and leave a rating or review because your words move me too. Number two thing, I make more than weekly podcasts. So please visit thedanawilson.com for links to free workshops and so, so, so much more. All right, that's it now, for real. Talk to you soon. Bye.